0: This is It Was a Thing on TV. Spoiler
1: number one is Dr. Lee Franz.: It stinks.
0: What is going on? <laughs> what is going on?
2: Episode 80. Submission number 1025. The Noel Edmonds Show. The Noel Edmonds Show aired on ABC Late Night from Monday, June 23rd to Friday, June 27th, 1986 for a total of five episodes.
0: Good
1: evening and welcome. Welcome to day five of the world premiere week of The Noel Edmonds Show.
0: Hello. I'm Phil Collins, and I'd just like to say that myself and Genesis are very pleased and proud to be a part of Noel's show. And I'm also very pleased and proud that Noel has, in fact, got his own show in America now. He's uh, been doing it in England for many years, and everybody loves him over there. And I'm sure you're going to love him over here. So, ladies and gentlemen, my mate, Noel Edwards. It's the Noel Edmonds Show, with Noel's special guest stars, Paul McCartney, Bill Collins and Genesis, Philip Bailey, stuntman George Willick, the return of American Jockey Shorts National Championship Jump-Off, home movie mogul Charlie Schmidt, the attempted recreation of one of Harry Houdini's greatest escape stunts, the Noel Edmonds audience, and me, Fingers Fontaine. Now, from the ABC studios in Hollywood, here is Noel Edmonds!
2: you a very good evening thank you for joining so folks we have you got your craig ferguson's nowadays you got your james cordon's people who made it big in the uk but now are finding major success in the u.s but back in the 80s back in 1986 that was that was uh what no one's ever heard of that yeah, because I
1: mean, at least at least when James Corden hosted the Late Late Show, he would have been familiar to American audiences because he was on Doctor Who.
2: Yep. And Craig Ferguson, when he hosted the Late Late Show, would be familiar because he was on the Drew Carey show.
1: Yeah, Mr. So- Wick, baby.
2: Oh, yeah. But in 1986, you had the likes of Bruce Forsyth and Noel Edmonds trying to make it in America. Of course, Bruce Forsyth would be would bring his Brucey bonus to ABC Daytime on Bruce Forsyth's Hot Streak.
0: Future installment, Bruce Forsyth's Hot Streak.
1: It's not on the list. It's gonna be now.
0: Oh, yep. you're right. Oh, because it's a great show. We need to have it on the list.
1: Yes. Yeah, for whatever reason, in the uh around 1986, ABC decided, you know what? We gotta have some British personalities on our network. Maybe like one day Brandon Stoddard thought, you know what, we gotta have like, we have to have British people on our network. Who knows? Well, well, you had British people on your network
2: in June of 1986. You had one British person on your network in June of 1986. And that would be a man by the name of Noel Edmonds. Huh? Well, well, basically,
0: I think, I, I think our astute viewers would know who Noel Edmonds is. Yeah,
2: but everybody, but everybody, our astute viewers, would, our astute listeners would know who Noel Edmonds is. Everybody else would be like, well, who? Well, so let me give you a bit of a background. This was from a story that the AP did about a young 37-year-old uh, talk show host out of Britain. Noel Edmonds makes a splashy late-night debut in America with what may be a first, an exclusive bathtub interview with rock star Roger Daltrey.
1: Woo!
2: I went to Switzerland to interview Daltrey in the bath with me in the bath, too. I never had a bath with a man before and never will again. His interview with rock, with rock singer Phil Collins of Genesis is slightly more conventional, done in a boat in the middle of a Swiss lake. The interviews with Collins and Daltrey, lead singer of The Who, are just part of the fair of the late night Little Edmund Show on ABC, which gets a five-night tryout beginning Monday. If it attracts a large enough audience, it could become a fixture following Nightline. Remember, this was... About 25 years before Kimmel.
1: Yeah, maybe 25 years before Kimmel took over 1130 from Nightline. Because mm-hmm. it was like a good decade where Kimmel was after Nightline.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the show itself was loosely based on Edmund's hit Saturday English series, The Late Late Breakfast Show will be an eclectic mixture of interviews, performances, stunts, and audience participation events not unlike those we see nowadays with your Jimmy Fallon's and your Stephen Colbert's and your James Cordonses and your Seth Myers's and... Oh, okay, I better dial it back. Dial it back, Chico. Dial it back. It's not a chat show in the American sense, says Edmonds was here to tape the five shows we go where the people are for the interviews we want to give an opportunity to people to do the chat shows around the world and do something different so what happened that's
0: too weird for an american audience
1: yeah because this is 1986 i mean nowadays we're used to those sort of gimmicks on late night tv but you gotta remember in 1986, pretty much the only late night talk shows that were like on network TV were Carson on NBC and Letterman.
2: Mm-hmm. They they really wanted to uh, try and beat Carson and Letterman, and CBS didn't have anything in um, in what? 1986. No, they didn't. They, no. They didn't. It's like ABC had rerun nightline followed by reruns of whatever was on primetime. If I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah. And CBS really, really wouldn't try for a late night show until uh, Pat Sajak in 89, which by the way, we will cover eventually one day.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was just too unconventional. I mean, we're going to talk about some of the segments on the show. Uh, I think he was trying to bring uh, his own little British twist to, uh television uh here in America and it just didn't work out
2: yeah we we had a we had a lot a lot of people that when they try to break america, I guess that's what the phrase is they get to they they basically play off strength, but what happens when your strength is conventionally different than what what you're used to seeing on American television what Dan
0: yeah and from what I saw it seemed you know parts unconventional American television but also part look who I know because how many celebrities specifically internationally known British celebrities were there just on the episodes that we know are out there which as far as we can tell are three of the five shows you yeah. had Phil Collins, you had Julian Lennon, you had Sir Paul McCartney.
2: Roger Daltrey. Do not forget Roger Daltrey.
0: Well, again, I mean, that that just adds to the list. It's A- another British personality that... A- Annie Lennox. A- Annie Lennox, exactly. So it's sort of like, uh, like Noel Edmonds went through his Rolodex and said, okay, here's my friend from uh, British entertainment, British music, what have you, and I'm going to interview like... Uh, like Phil Collins on Lake Geneva or Lake Lucerne or wherever that was at.
2: It was Lake Geneva. Yeah.
0: Okay. And just the segments themselves, some of them were very weird. There was a tea slurping competition. A tea slurping competition? Yeah, there there, there was a competition uh, for tea tea slurping. Uh, But also the really weird one, there was a contest between six audience members to see who could put uh, go in and out, jump in and jump out of a pair of jockey shorts. The most times in a minute.
1: Oh yes. I saw that segment. Yes. It was, that
0: by- was goofy.
1: Oh, but I want to point out the, the, the winner of that was that cutie wearing that Dodgers shirt. Yep.
0: Okay. That's your takeaway. All right.
1: That was my takeaway. She's, Sadly, she's like the second person this week to take, out a, take after my heart after Katie from this week's match game. out with Squares reruns that recently aired on Buzzer.
0: Oh, oh, for heaven's sake. Oh, boy. Greg's fawning over people on TV shows from before he was alive.
2: So you know that there was Noel Edmonds, but what you don't know was he was actually produced by Michael Hurl, who is known for, among other things, Top of the Pops, which I believe Noel Edmonds hosted, and the two Ronnies.
0: Oh, and actually, we should also mention, in case you don't know who Noel Edmonds is, well, first off, why are you here? But in a what second... Podcast,
2: if you don't know who Noel Edmonds is, what podcast are you even listening to?
0: Well, I, well, Noel Edmonds is, is like the Maybe the best way we could describe him is the Ryan Seacrest of England. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Not only does he do DJing, but also, as we said, he has many irons in the fire in terms of TV shows over his career. We mentioned the Late Late Breakfast Show. He was we, oh uh, Doctor Who.
2: He was in previous installment Doctor Who: Dimensions in Time.
0: Yeah, he was, and also he hosted uh, Tele Addicts, which is kind of sort of like turned down remote control a television trivia show uh in england uh noel's house party which is absolutely huge back in the 90s noel's multicolored swap shop yeah he did that too oh
2: oh oh oh, oh. previous installments
0: cheap 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 and you see the big one i didn't even get to he was the host of dealer no deal in the U.K. for over 11 years. Yeah, he was the U.K. Howie Mandel. Yep. Uh, that's actually not a compliment to Howie Mandel because okay. the way that Noel Edmonds hosted Dealer No Oh, it was, no it was Deal.
1: different to Howie, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's why I said it's not 100% fair because Noel Edmonds on Dealer No Deal. Okay. He just Oh, he, he knew how to to get every ounce of drama out of it. it and,
1: it's like the difference between Chris tarrant
0: and regis Mm -hmm. yeah uh, yeah one's definitely american taste and the other's definitely british taste you're you're accurate there
2: oh another person who was on this show who produced it was a guy by the name of troy miller who would go on to work for arrested development mr show and flight of the concords future future installment flight of the concords
1: yeah, that's pretty well known, Play the Concords. Okay, not
2: future installment, Play the Concords. But yeah, this had. A, Noel Edmonds was basically in his comfort zone. Where he wasn't doing the. His monologue wasn't this sort of what happens today. His, his monologue was basically him relaying what he learned about America, I guess. It was basically uh, you. You run down the stairs. He talks about because uh, his bit is very observational. It's there's no uh, there's no real news rhyme or reason to it. It's some sort of observational. Not only is he talking about what he's observed about America, but he's also talking about uh, the his audience members, I guess. Uh, there, was one, there was one person he looked at he said, he wants to see his wife in something long and flowing, so he threw him down the Mississippi. That's that's the joke.
0: That's the British humor coming out. hmm
1: Yeah. Why
2: well, is the zebra at the Dublin Zoo called Spot? Or <laughs> an ABC trailer that says, a wild man is on the loose.
1: I think that promo might even be on YouTube. Well, If we can find it, can we put it in here? Late night viewers, watch out. A wild man's on the loose with special guests Huey Lewis, Annie Lennox, Bill Collins, and much more. The Noel Edmonds Show starts late night Monday.
2: Okay, so so one of the the things, because, again, this guy was very observational. He didn't go over the news. This was not the talk show you listen to for flippant comments about the news. This was a talk, this was a talk show you listened for flipping comments about the people in his audience. Like this lady, he wanted to see his wife in something long and flowing, so he threw her in the Mississippi. Or this person, she's gonna market it as soon. She's the inventor of a non a non drip instant drying paint. She's gonna market it as soon as she can find a way of getting it out of the can. And then there's the time where you just ask why is the zebra. At Dublin Zoo called Spot.
1: I don't know why is it called
2: Spot. Nobody knows. But yeah, um, and there's one, and there's one bit where he's talking about a homeless man. And he
1: keeps giggling over the word "bum" because yes. he's British. Yes, because "bum" means something else over there. Yes. <laughs> And while, and while the rest of the
2: talk shows where your, uh, your Johnny Carsons and your Alan Thicke of the Knights are going to play it straight and do whatever and what have you, no, he's going to where the action is. He went to uh, Sam Harris, who won Star Search. He wanted to do an interview with him. Sam Harris would just close the door on his face. Andy Lennox, he called her a very talented lady who's got a very keen sense of humor. She tried to get rid of him in a restaurant.
0: Yeah. For being a big celebrity in the UK, he's not really doing too well.
2: Uh, he's, he's got, the way he figures that he has a week to it, do yeah,
1: he, He's got five days. He's like, I'm going to try to make the best of it. And by the way, folks, we do have some promos for you guys. Mm -hmm. yeah we have like we have two promos we found of this show on youtube narrated by our favorite ernie anderson we're gonna play one promo from the premiere and another promo for the finale right here back to back tonight brace yourselves for mr mr and
0: huey lewis no Edmonds show late nights the most fun you can have with your television
1: starting tonight Listen up, late night viewers. Catch Paul McCartney, Philip Bailey, and Phil Collins with Genesis. It's worth watching. Make sure you don't miss it. The Noel Edmonds Show after Nightline. You notice how they were like very quick, those promos? Just
2: nice and there there were whip arounds, basically.
1: Yeah, very simple, nice whip arounds, but kinda of, kind of kind of cool to see like Noel and Huey Lewis with each other. That's kinda of awesome. Uh, yep.
2: I think I think Huey Lewis was still trying to get his uh, bit from Back to the Future, because I could tell his, his delivery was a bit stunted. Like, it's the most fun you could have with your television on. Like, I know what he's trying to say.
1: What's he trying to say?
2: The most fun you could have with your television on. But the delivery was just not there. You know, with your television on. The most fun you could have with your pants on. Er sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to... Yeah. But yeah, it's like, I see what they were trying to do, but they didn't necessarily get there yet. I guess that's the overarching theme of the series. It's like, I see what you're trying to do, but how in the world are you trying to get there?
1: Know what I mean? Yeah. It just didn't translate well. Yeah, I guess you could say that Noel Edmonds is kind of, to an American audience is kind of an acquired taste. Yeah.
0: I think there's a lot of British stuff that's an acquired taste.
1: Yeah, there's one of those things. Oh,
2: oh, okay. Greg, you alluded to this. You alluded to this as such earlier this week. Marsha Warfield, who at this point was doing stand was more known for being stand-up and not a uh, not a bailiff they,
1: on night court yeah
2: he introduces her as an extremely funny and perceptive observer of the human parade which is a high praise for an act which opens with we got any black people here tonight
0: ooh,
2: ooh. yeah
1: i i didn't know woody johnson was writing jokes for noel edmonds
0: oh god
2: no that, no, that, that yeah that was that was uh marcia's opening line actually
0: i'm gonna turn this car around greg don't don't be playing the woody johnson card again
1: sorry not sorry don't blame you
0: so
2: it yeah it seems like uh, yeah it's like it's one of those things where it's just okay i i see where he's going did she get the memo? He, he, he just went back to what he's used to, which is basically trying. He, he basically spent an hour, He spent five hours of time on 1986 on television trying. Again, with uh, people in the audience, he's like, From the view, I think we're pretty certain you're a lady. Would you be happier with your shoes on, happier without your trousers on? All I could say is, God bless the warm-up comedian, because I think he had his work cut out for him. You think? Yeah. So, so, going into the last episode, and I guess you could say the last chance for this guy, who was on? We had Billy Ocean, the Pet Shop Boys, and David Hasselhoff.
0: That's about as mid-80s as you can get.
2: Yeah, and the thing of it is you could tell he was running on themes where it's like, aren't the English eccentric or we've run out of ideas or, again, the uh, tea slurping contest you earlier alluded to.
0: And they did the Jockey Shorts competition I mentioned earlier, yeah. too. They did that on the Thursday episode, and then they did it again on the Friday episode. They did it for two episodes? Yeah. Yeah, it it was a two-episode thing. They had uh, the competition on Thursday, and they brought it back again with uh, five new contestants plus the, I don't know if it was the the U.S. champ, but the person who won on Thursday night, who was, I think, like five or six off the world record. Yeah, uh, that segment was brought Uh, back from the final episode. Oh, yeah,
1: they were trying to break a Guinness world record, which, by the way, folks, as we've learned with the controversy with Billy Mitchell... The Guinness World Records have been a joke for years.
2: Yeah. Well, the, the week ends with what we have uh, an audience participation stunt trying to go out with a real bang. But then it turns out to be a bit of a disaster. and again... It's sort of a precursor to him trying to go out with a real bang, and then five months later, he actually does end up going out with a real bang when the Late Late Breakfast show is canceled because, an ex- because of an accident that took the life of an untrained hot carrier during a bungee jump stunt.
0: Yeah, ooh, I've read yeah, about
2: that yeah. Yeah, the Noel Edmonds show has a person in the audience reenact a famous Houdini escape. He had the week to rehearse being hung upside down in a straitjacket with 60 seconds to escape before a burning rope drops him headfirst onto the studio floor. Oh no. Yeah, uh about it, it takes about seventy-five seconds for the guy to um get out of the jacket. The good news is, well, he doesn't drop to the floor because there was a wire in the middle of the rope just in case. You know what I mean? He, there were, there wasn't really going to let him fall to the ground. That, not on television. No. No. They had that uh fail safe. They the fail safe backup.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh, one thing I want to mention. This, mm-hmm. The Wednesday show is on YouTube. Yeah. Do you know who was a musical guest on the Wednesday episode of the Noel Edmonds show?
2: Who was the musical guest on the Wednesday episode of the Noel Edmonds show?
1: Well, it's related to, some, an, to someone who was involved in an entry we talked about last week.
0: Peter Allen was on the Noel Edmonds. Oh, show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, he was. Yes. Good call.
2: Because he was the host of the Hollywood game, which is incredibly forgettable. Well, the pilot of the Hollywood game. So sad.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, you get to see Peter Allen singing. So there you go. And that's how the uh, show ended. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing much we could say about the Noel Edmonds show. It was a a summer filler program for like a week. He was hoping it would last longer, but it never did. No. No, Just like Bruce Forsyth's hot streak. Didn't take off.
2: It did not take
1: off, but hey,
2: at least Noel Edmonds had a career. I mean, he could have that pesky career to fall back on, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and those millions of pounds. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he has got nothing to worry about. He yep. And no
2: and nobody and, and the be, the best thing you could say about this show, nobody died making it.
1: Yeah. That's true.
2: That is the absolute best thing you could say about this show. Actually, that is not the best thing you could say about this show. Oh no! Yeah, 1986, the Noel Edmonds show. The best thing you could say about this show? It was a thing on TV. Yeah.
0: Wait a second. What? What? No. No, Mike. What are you doing, no. Mike?
2: What, Mike? Don't play that music, Mike. Do not play that music, no. Mike.
0: Do not play that music, Mike. We'll play that music right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right guys, it's time for eBay prices right. Yes, there is an eBay prices right related to this show. How what? it was on a week. Oh, I'm gonna share with you how. Up for bids are two tickets to the Noel Edmonds show.
1: Oh huh? of course. Of course. Two Hollywood.
0: tickets to the Noel Edmonds show.
1: If there's Hollywood game tickets on eBay, of course there's going to be Noel Edmonds show tickets.
0: And the one I'm looking at is two tickets for June 17th. So obviously this was recorded beforehand because this didn't air until uh, I believe it was what the week of the 23rd to the 27th.
1: Yeah, 23rd to the 27th.
0: Yeah. So so this was pre-recorded. It wasn't live. So that may be part of the reason why. Uh, you didn't really have a topical monologue like uh, Carson or Letterman or something like that. So two tickets to the Noel Edmonds show. And I started with Greg on the previous episode. I'm going to start with Chico on this episode.
2: Uh,
0: $20. $20, Greg.
1: $1, Bob.
0: Oh whoa whoa whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! that that takes chutzpah. All right, twenty dollars for Chico and Greg just just one dollar to the heck out of Chico. Said nope, one dollar. T- uh, I think you're way over. The actual buy it now price for these two tickets to the Noel Edmonds show just four ninety nine. What? Yeah just 4.99 uh it was originally 9.99 but it's 50 percent off so 4.99 plus five dollars shipping you can get two tickets to the null admin it, it costs
1: more to ship it than it is to buy it
0: yeah you're right but also um in case you have some worry about supply and demand uh this seller has and this is not a lie this isn't a typo this is not you didn't mishear me seven pairs of tickets to the Noel Edmonds show up for grabs on eBay. Did he know somebody at the ABC television center?
1: He had, I have
0: no idea. Did he
1: have like 500 tickets of the 200 tickets
0: of the Noel Edmonds show lying around? I have the foggiest idea. Uh, what I can tell you is some tickets are for the 14th of June. Some are for the 16th of June. The overwhelming majority of tickets though are for the 17th of June but yeah there uh there are seven different auctions each at four ninety nine for the pay, uh the pair of tickets. buy it now price. so if you want the tickets, there's a uh an ample supply out there, and even at 4 ninety nine they're not flying off the shelves.
1: Yeah, I can't believe that
0: yeah there, there's four uh, well, not just fourteen tickets, there's seven pairs of tickets. Plus, actually, there's an eighth auction where it's a ticket to the Noel Edmonds show plus a ticket to uh, a TV show called Surprise, Surprise, which looks like it may be a pilot of some sort. Uh, oh, it looks like actually uh, Surprise, Surprise is a... looks like a pilot maybe for a game show hosted by Jamie Farr. Oh. Well, I don't know if it's a game show, but... It's hosted by Jamie Farr, and, and Jamie Farr at the time would have done uh, a well, number at- of pilots. He would have done Oddball. And,
1: Wait, wasn't and he-, he originally supposed to do a match game revival in 85?
0: Uh, I don't know that. I think but- that was
1: in Adam's book about Gene Rayburn, I think. Yeah, that sounds familiar.
0: So, yeah. Uh, and, and also, don't forget that uh, Jamie Farr did a week of wordplay back in 1987. And like I said, most of the tickets are from June 17th, but a few are from June 14th and uh, a few more are from June 16th, but like the overwhelming majority are from June 17th. So maybe he had some uh, connections, some ins, or maybe, I don't know.
1: Hold hold up, guys. One of the tapings on
0: June
1: 14th, one of the guests that's lit the the episode with Huey Lewis – also has, and this is this is breaking because I just noticed the name on here, John Lovitz.
0: What? John Lovitz misspelled first name J O H N yes. Lovitz. Yes, but you got to remember, folks.
1: John Lovitz wasn't on SNL till the fall of '86. Because the right. previous because the previous year would have been Lauren's first year back on SNL after Ebersol, and that was the year where he had like the weird cast where he had like randy quaid and joan cusack and robert downey jr and anthony michael hall in the cast
0: yeah and actually looking at these tickets they it looks like they did tape two shows a day because uh just going through the tickets uh one of the episodes on the 17th of june had david hasselhoff and Catherine hickland uh the other episode uh had philip bailey and vanity
1: oh vanity oh yes
0: i have
2: missed i love the last dragon
0: and then, as uh, Greg said, uh, June fourteenth had Huey Lewis, Mister Mister. Oh, I mean, this is like peak mid eighties right here. Huey Lewis, Mister mm-hmm. Mister, and John Lovitz. Hey, okay. you know
1: what? You know what? John Lovitz's reaction would be when he if he saw the ticket to the Noel Edmond show.
0: That's the ticket. Damn it, Mike! You stole the joke. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> Stevie Wonder could have seen that joke. Yeah, that that you, you tried. Uh, th- then you have Peter Allen and Marsha Warfield, as we mentioned, and then Lisa Hartman and Surprise Musical Guest.
1: So I, we could, you could realistically get the entire ticket set for the whole show.
0: Yeah, you know? and, then, and then another one here, you have uh, Kenny Loggins, and then actually, if this is the same episode, the David Hasselhoff and Catherine Hickland ticket, uh, they also list, again, Peak 86, Musical Guest, Banana Rama.
1: Oh, yeah, Bananarama. Would this be before or after that one lady quit? I don't know. Hey, I got I got an entire best of album, of Bananarama, that I got on Amazon Music for about five bucks.
0: And then another ticket actually has the Blow Monkeys and Paul Rodriguez. Remember, Paul Rodriguez was big, and then he did mm-hmm. uh conventional Installment, the Newlywood game, and... And, yeah.
1: inve- and eventual installment, Grand Slam. And and eventual installment, Trial and Error.
0: Yeah, oh, Trial and Error, yes. Yes, yes, yes.
2: Wait, what did, wait was that a comedy? That was yeah. a comedy. It was Eddie a comedy. Va- Eddie Velez and Paul Rodriguez I'm, as uh, best think- friends. Okay. One, went to, one, went to, one went to law school. The other one
1: has street cred.
0: Yeah, CBS 8788-ish. Around the time of Eisenhower and Lutz.
1: Okay, I'm thinking of, because wasn't that Michael Keaton, Jeff Daniels movie also called Trial and Error?
0: I think I know what you're talking about. And I, yeah. Yeah, you're right about that.
1: Yeah. So you get all five tickets
2: and yay. You, you, you have a collector's item because those would be the only five tickets.
0: Collect them all, kids.
2: Gotta catch them all. Oh, wait.
0: Yeah, wrong series. But you know what you should catch all of?
2: All 80-plus uh, episodes of It Was a Thing on TV available online at itwasathingontv.com. You're, You're right.
0: absolutely right, Chico. All 80 episodes of It Was a Thing on TV are available at our website at itwasathingontv.com. Plus, also, don't forget the socials. We're on Instagram. We're on Tumblr. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Discord. We're everywhere.
2: Yes. We, we, one thing we have to mention, the weekly drop over at Place to Be Nation Pop.
1: Yes, because obviously our previous week's stuff gets uploaded. So we have right now that uploaded on Wednesday, this past Wednesday would be WTF Stories of Unsolved Mysteries in the Hollywood game. So if you missed those episodes last week, you can go straight ahead and listen to that.
2: Yep. Listen to Greg wax poetic about the magic rock.
1: The magic rock chair. <laughs> the chair of death. Chair. No, that's
2: me. That's me waxing poetic about the chair. It's the chair of death. So, next week, we have, and Greg brought this up earlier, but this, I believe you said this was the
1: dumbest premise for a TV show ever. Yes, it is. My God, Chigo. I, I cannot believe I found this show probably last year when we're trying to come up with topics for this show. This is the stupidest concept for a television show ever. Who decided after they saw the pilot episode, you know what? This is so great. We got to put this series. We got to make a series. Why? Who thought that this was a good idea?
2: Well, I could tell you who thought it was a good idea, but I'd be spoiling the episode. But uh, first, we have to do a sort of a special episode because over the course of recording this episode, and this is going to date when we actually recorded it, we the news came down that we lost Regis Philbin at the age of 88. And what a, an incredible life that he's had. And what an incredible career that he has had. I mean, he is he was... If anybody could be told... They are Mr. Television. It would be Regis Philbin, and we're going. Yeah, and we are going to go over one of the forgotten, forgotten gem. I don't know if it was. For, hey, hey, Mike, would you call this a forgotten gem?
0: <laughs> no. Okay. Well, we'll go over that. Something's your best left forgotten.
2: Okay. Well, there's a way of putting it. We'll talk more about it and the other show next week. On it was a thing on TV. Deal on.